0: what is up guys good morning and welcome back to another edition of the malaga drive hoops betting podcast i am your host caleb we are back solo again today um apologize about not being able to get an upload uh yesterday just a busy ass morning i'm getting ready uh got a a lot quite a bit of travel on the agenda this week so um God, I should be good tomorrow, but it's going to be tough on Friday, Saturday. Saturday is impossible. am I'm not going to get it done Saturday. But Thursday, <coughs> Friday, um, and honestly, that's probably it. Today, tomorrow, and Friday, we should be good. But uh, coming off a, a tough day, one and two, we cast Grizzlies first quarter. That system has just been eating up for us all year. Not just for us, for everyone all year long. Uh we'll continue to look at it. They they show no signs of stopping. Uh no John Morant, didn't matter. Went into Indiana and just beat the hell out of the Indiana Pacers. Um and I can't lie, just a little frustrated how I played it. I leaned Suns minus four and a half all day, ended up going with the under. Um just felt like, you know, the the Pelicans hadn't had been playing really good defense before Brandon Ingram and uh CJ went down. Um I expected in a matchup like this, they would kind of get back to it. I know CJ's not a great individual defender, um, but they showed some signs of the defense against Houston and, and thought it would come back. And then obviously, the Suns are one of the best defensive teams in the league. Um, was wrong, just turned into a shout out. Should have kept the Suns. Um, and then I love the magic plus plus ten and a half. and a half again. We're betting numbers, not teams. I get it. Always scary to fade the Nets, um, especially with the way Kyrie and KD are playing, but. Um, you know, look, Magic's last stretch of like last five games, um, they're playing good basketball. Thought they'd keep it competitive. Clearly they couldn't. Um, when Katie and Kyrie, well, it really was Kyrie, but when those two are going, it's uh, it's quite impossible to stop. Um, but it's, it's beautiful from a neutral perspective. But anyways, brings us to one and two on the day, which is going to bring us to, uh, let's pull it up, one. 99 and 159 up 25 and a half units um i can't remember the last time i had two losing days in a row so it's it's time to stop the slide um and again you you really you can't control everything but um it's important you know days after losses i think are really really important just like in the nba when when a team loses i like them the next day i like myself today um Let's get into it, because we've got a massive slate today. Um, I've locked in two, um, and we'll continue to lock lock stuff in throughout the day. It's a, it's a really big slate today. so um, Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Let's start with the first game of the day. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, let's start with the first game of the day. We've got the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets. we got to pick them. Pick them in Charlotte. Um, Implying about the Hawks Hawks are about three points better. Um, I don't know about this one, y'all. I really think this is a toss-up. You're seeing it. 49% of the bets on the Hawks, 51% of the bets on the Hornets. Um, You know, I just kind of always get that feeling when these two teams match up, it's going to be a toss-up. And uh, the Hawks, it's funny enough, they've won three in a row. Uh, but they failed to the cover in the last th- five games. Um, they were big uh, favorites in the last three. They won them all, but not by the number. Um, so, you know, I oh, we got Joe Embiid questionable. Um, and, and I'm sure, again, news will roll in while we're doing this pod. But um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't have a great read on this Hawks team. And I think. I think the biggest, I won't spend too much time on this one anymore, but I think the biggest thing with both these teams is just super inconsistent, right? At their best, at both these teams' best, they can hang with anyone, right? At both these teams' best, they can beat the Nets, right? They can beat these teams. But they haven't, neither of these teams have been at their best too frequently. Um, You look at the Hornets, beat OKC, right? Okay, cool. Beat the Pelicans without Ingram and CJ, okay, cool. But then they get the Celtics at home, lose by fourteen, get the Nets at home, lose by twelve, right um, so it's just tough I would honestly lean hornets here. I think I, I would rather take the hornets at home here than the than the Hawks on the road. Um, you don't need them to win by anything more than one right They win by one, you win your bet um, so uh to me it's hornets or nothing, but it's not a it's not a confident play at all. It's really not a confident play at all. They both have the same amount of rest uh charlotte is at home i i I lean hornets here today but it's it's a really tough one um all right next we got the denver nuggets and the wizards i get it denver and we're getting into the dog days right um and so uh, these are really dangerous days because these are days where things tend to go sideways um and this is probably going to be the the public's favorite bet of the day you know the denver nuggets um you know the and I I know why right they they beat Philly last game and then you look at Washington they've lost four straight and haven't covered in any of those four so it makes a sense but Denver's not playing great basketball right they got up for that Philly game right it's Jokic versus Embiid but they were down 15 at the end of the first game before that they lose to Toronto game before that they lose to the Warriors game before that they you know they beat the Kings but they don't cover game before that they don't they they don't cover the Warriors. Washington has actually been pretty good at home. Their last four games were all on the road where they didn't cover, but the game before that they covered a two and a half against the Pacers. Um, just play a lot better at home, and, and KP is a big piece for him. Minutes are starting to stabilize, uh, you know, around the high twenties. Um, so, uh, despite most people, and, and again, right, I'm not the type anymore where I'm betting things based off of purely off of you know outside narratives and factors. I like the Wizards today simply because I don't know that there's a nine and a half point difference, uh, especially with the rest disadvantage. The Nuggets have really piled up a brutal schedule. This is their fifth game in seven nights. Um, You know, so uh, for me, I lean the Wizards here. I I think this game is relatively close. Could the could the Nuggies blow them out for sure? But I I do think that the Wizards keep this semi competitive and it's just going to come down to the end. Right. Uh, Last three minutes. Do we, you know, we hate when we're down five, miss a shot with about 35 seconds left, and they have to foul because it's a multiple possession game. So I like the Wizards here today, but uh, not to the point where it's all systems go right now, right? Um, Okay, next game, Blazers and Knicks. Uh, Another another game where you just kind of got to make a decision on on where you're at on a team right do you buy what they've been putting out the last two games or is it time for regression the the blazers had lost uh almost every game post all-star break by 30 plus then the last two games they beat the wizards at six point six and a half point dogs and then they cover a 14 in atlanta New York one of the hottest teams against the spread all uh not all year long but recently they've covered their last five straight but they have lost two right so they don't really care about the covers they are just trying to win basketball games so they've lost their last two basketball games they should be ready to go today uh that being said 12 and a half is a large large number I have not watched these blazer games I've just checked the box scores and kept up throughout the game so I don't know how the on-court product has been Uh, I don't know if their last two games have been a result of, you know, shots going in that don't normally go in. Bad defense. Josh Hart playing uh, out of his mind to the point where you can't expect him to do that every game. Um, Or if it's sustainable. It literally, it could be sustainable, right? And that's why you got to watch these games, right? I don't, I'm not here to, you know... Shit on other cappers. It's always us against the books. But if your bookie, if if your capper is not watching these games, bro. Like, I get it. Numbers quote don't lie, but I mean sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Um, and I think it is important to watch these games and and get a feel for you know the flow and the rhythm that these teams are in. So for me, I was just hammered on Saturday. Didn't see that game against the Wizards. Um, and then I, I definitely did not tune in for that Hawks Hawks game. So not sure if this is a sustainable run for the Blazers, but I would definitely lean Knicks. I definitely lean Knicks, right? Well, for these last two games, 30 pieces in all of them. And against most of them were against good teams. But the Knicks are, while they're not a good team, they're playing a lot better now than they have been all year. They're playing their best basketball leader. So. That's where I'm at. Suns, Horn, uh, Rockets, this is just a gross-ass game. Don't want a single part of it. I'd lean Suns, um, but, uh, again, you talk about inconsistency. The, the Rockets are, the like, to a T, that, right? Lost the last two, didn't cover, beat the Lakers in overtime, covered. Uh, lost to the Heat, didn't cover, 16.5, uh, beat the Grizzlies straight up as an 11-point dog. You just... You get a great, you get an awesome version of the Rockets, or you get a horrible version. If you're betting the Rockets, just take the money line at plus five hundred. Much better value. Um, Suns on a back to back. Again, if they brought it, if they locked in, treated this like a must win game, they're covering eleven. But you don't know, right? We don't know. That's the that's the whole reason we do this is to find out situationally. You know what do we expect uh, from each team given the situation and the environment of the game. I can't say that I know what we're getting. Next game, Lakers-Wolves. I lean Wolves, but everyone and their mom is on the Wolves, so it is a little scary today. Um, But you go through the Lakers, have not covered uh, four of their last five. Their one cover was at home against Washington, and I think that's the biggest thing for me is the home road splits for the Lakers. At home, Staples kind of carries them through a little bit uh, of things, and you look. Uh, Post-All-Star break, they've been horrible. But when they've been decent, it's been at home. Right? They have two wins post-All-Star break. And they were both at home against the Warriors and the Wizards. But when you look, on the road in L.A., I guess that's not on the road, but you know. Uh, 20-point loss. On the road in San Antonio, 7-point loss. On the road in Houston, 9-point loss. On the road in uh, Phoenix, 30-point loss on the, at home against Toronto. But, um... You know, you, you look and you look on the other side, Minnesota, rolling, bro. Well, lost one game in, in March, making a push. I know they've had a soft schedule, but they still beat the Warriors. They still beat the Heat. They still beat San Antonio in San Antonio. Um, I think today, you know, with their first game back at home and the Lakers off a gross loss, that it might take a little while for them to warm up. But I think by the third quarter or so, They'll go on a huge run, and the Lakers will have a choice to respond or not. Um, Bron's going to go crazy. He'll get his numbers, but again, we've talked about it. There is nobody outside of LeBron James on this team that is an above-average NBA player. You can maybe say Malik Monk. He's very, very streaky. Um, To me, it is clearly T-Wolves or or nothing. Strong, strong lean the T-Wolves way. San Antonio and OKC. I'm not going to talk about this one because SGA is questionable, and SGA is the whole Thunder team. If he plays, clearly I like thirteen and a half. If he doesn't, no chance. I am betting on the Thunder because uh, that will be a G League team today. Um, Bulls and Bulls and Jazz. I know we're flying through this, guys. Bulls and Jazz neither team playing super well. Um, But again, I I continue to feel like the books give the Jazz a little bit too much respect. We've been fading the Jazz and making good money. Um, We just look at the last five. Jazz have covered only once in their last five. Um, Had Milwaukee against them, Milwaukee covers. Had uh, almost hit San Antonio against them, San Antonio covered. Had Dallas against them, Dallas covered. So we've been on the right side of of a couple but chicago not too much better right they've only covered two of their last five uh sack tough and sack but before that beat cleveland at home beat uh beat the pistons on the road um and i think you look at the stretch i think a lot of it really just has to do with the strength of schedule um the one thing here is utah's due utah's due at some point here and you saw they got it really, really going against the Bucs. They got it going, um, and the Bucs just, are just such a good team, they were able to hang in there and battle through that. But if they hit the those types of jumpers, the, the amount of jumpers um, that they did against Milwaukee, they could easily blow the Bulls out. But Bulls off a loss with some rest with Caruso back. I like the Bulls here, leaning them plus six. You're getting them a, a three extra points. I think you could say the Jazz are better, but I don't know that it's three points better. I think just situationally, it's a little bit scary because uh, Utah's in a, a little bit of a funk and they're trying to get right. Um, I think Utah wins today, but I think it's a close one. But with with Utah, again, it could be tied with three minutes. They hit three threes and then you're in trouble. So um, definitely a bulls lean here. Uh, all right, next game. Celtics and Warriors This opened up at four and a half, down to two i liked it four and a half i like the celtics at four and a half i like the warriors at two though uh obviously uh um, dre's not gonna play his full allotment of minutes but you could see even in the wizards game like Bro was like a plus 22 and in like a 15 point win you know like he's just that impactful and it's just it's crazy because it's it's the opposite of what casual basketball fans would expect right it's not buckets it's 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 so many little things that get, you know, overlooked. It's not just the straight-up defense. It's the organization that he provides for his team offensively on on defense. Um, He's a professional – he is a professional Steph optimizer. He gets the most out of Steph, gets them the ball in situations. They just have a great chemistry. So Draymond being back is absolutely huge. On the other hand, though, you have – like, to be honest, the Celtics have been the, you know, a top-three team – the last month, month and a half They just have been And you're getting them off a brutal loss And now two straight days off So Boston's gonna come in here focused I think two's now a little bit Two's closer to where it should have been I think you make this three um, So there's some There's definitely some value here now and maybe not definitely, but there's some value in my eyes here on the Warriors, right? I think they won a close one at, on ESPN at home, but it's not going to be easy. This Celtics team is really good. They're healthy, they're playing well, and they're off a loss with some rest at it too. Um, defending really well. I think this. I honestly would probably lean the under, Um but y'all know how I am with totals. We're gonna stay off. Do uh, do 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 do. Milwaukee sack. Tough game for me, right? Uh, sacks really been a hard read. Good, they look good sometimes, and sometimes you look and you're like, damn, I can see why they made this trade. And other times it's like, all right, it's the same old sack. Um, Milwaukee really brutal schedule lately, um, but they've hung in there, right? They've hung in there. They go Phoenix, yeah, OKC, okay, whatever, but Atlanta Dubs, Utah. Now they're uh, headed to sack. I. Look, for me personally, I think this line is about fair. Um, it's a lot of points. Milwaukee, though, you know, they just go on one run and put them out of it. We've seen it plenty of times. Uh, Kings not able to hold their ground against good teams, right? They've been, They've been beating up on the bad teams. But when they get a good team, they haven't really lived up to it besides that Bulls game. So you can say, all right, you know, they're due. I'm not touching this game. I don't like huge spreads unless there's a really nice narrative around it or the play on the court is just that much vast. Uh, look, the, the the Bucks are clearly better, but I can't say that, you know, 12 on a neutral court is mispriced, right? I'm not going to sit here and say, no, 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 this should be 14. Like, I, you know, 12 is a large, large number. So that's where I'm at. Last game, Raptors-Clippers. I think this one is just about right. I, I think I'd make the Raptors about three and a half, four points better on a neutral court. I lean Clippers at one and a half. I think there's a little bit of value here, and I, I think this game really gets decided in the last couple minutes, so anytime you can get some extra points. If you could get this at, like, three, I would definitely like the Raptors, uh, but one and a half is probably just, or sorry, Clippers, but one and a half is probably just stay away, uh, stay away territory. I will say, though, All the money's on the Raptors. Uh, That line has moved the opposite direction. If we can get to two and a half, I really would take a good hard look at the Clippers. Um, Now, props-wise, guys, I locked Dorian Finney-Smith. Look, I, I know. Oh, wait. I didn't even go through that game. Yeah, I think I missed that game. My bad, guys. I missed two games. I missed two games. So, let's get to them. Dallas and Brooklyn. I locked Dallas minus two last night. Um... There It's up to minus three. Look, Dallas, like Boston, is just a, a team that gets overlooked. Look, the, the books are, are catching on to both at this point. But I feel like the casual NBA fan, uh, it's gone overlooked because they both started off the season so meh that now that they've gotten hot, they just look like a good team. But they're honestly – Dallas has been elite for a little bit, and it, it really hasn't mattered, right? As long as Luke has been in, they've been really good because if they hang their hat on the defensive end – Jason Kidd deserves a lot of credit, and I get it. The Nets are a really scary fade, um, but they're just different at home, right? Obviously, you're missing your second best player in Kyrie Irving, um, but it's a back-to-back. You get in late from Orlando, back to, back home, two, three a.m. Uh, play the night before. You lose your second best player. Dallas hasn't played since Sunday. It's just a, it's a number spot. You know, I, I'd make this f- four, four-ish, uh, four and a half-ish. I just think Dallas is. Uh, that much better than, than Brooklyn. We saw Brooklyn last game at home against the Knicks. Complete battle. Knicks could have pulled that out. Um, I think you see a similar similar close-ish game, but one where uh, one where it just ultimately the mouse pulled away. I did, however, also lock Dorian Finney-Smith 11 and a half or sorry, 17 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Man's just been smashing this every game. Um I hit it at minus 120. I'd hit this up to minus, you know, 125. 130 is a little sketch because that almost feels like you're, you know, you're losing two bets when you, when you lose one. Um, but Dallas, Dorian Finney-Smith. I also really like KD's points prop. I do. Um, really without, or or points, rebounds, assists. Dallas is a really scary defense, but KD is, is about as matchup proof as there is. There's just no one who can consistently stay with him. Uh, or even if you stay with him, he's shooting over you. So, uh, his points props at 30 and a half. I know that's high, but should get there. Um, and points, runs, assists at 42 and a half. Everything will start and end with Kevin Durant today. Good defense, as long as this avoids a Dallas blowout. I think KD gets there both. So those are both worst of looks. Um, last game, Philly and Cleveland. You really want to wait on the, on the Joel news. This went down from four to three after the Joel news. Well, Joel, I definitely like the Sixers off of two straight losses. Um, but Cleveland plays better at home. But clearly, they're just not the same team without the fro. They need the fro. Um, and it, it, if Joel is out today, the Cavs become very interesting at plus three. Uh, but we just obviously we don't know. He's questionable with a back injury. Uh, he's been questionable before this year and suited up. So um, can't say that I have a strong lean either way at this point with uh, none of the injury news being out props i'm trying to kind of pull it back on props a little bit guys um i just haven't been really successful with it lately right it's not making us money and we're not gonna sit here and give up um but i definitely you know i want to be more cognizant about these props that i'm playing again i already locked one in with dorian finney smith i just love that prop um but yeah that's where i'm at i i do think darren fox is overs uh make a lot of sense should be a very up-tempo game he's just been smashing 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 all he's been smashing his points prop really since the Tyrese Halliburton trade we were on it one time against the Knicks and it didn't hit and that's basically the only time it hasn't hit (laughs) he's been getting there it's at 26 and a half tonight Uh, again very high but like him to get there that's where I'm at guys continue to just I'll be on Twitter posting plays as they come out and, and come clear in my mind uh, again I want to make sure that everything we play we feel a hundred percent you know everything about it I've covered covered all our angles so that's why at 952 I only have a, a couple plays up but best of luck to whatever you play be back tomorrow be back Friday Saturday Sunday gonna be tough but best of luck I'll be on Twitter let's continue to hammer the books let's finish this season strong we got about a month left. Let's do our thing, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.